Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. This episode was so much fun to record. I've been listening back to it this morning and yesterday, and I don't think I've ever smiled so much, just kind of reflecting on the conversation. My guest is Chani Ra. I've been following her TikTok account, The Fashion Nap, for a few months now, ever since I first decided that I wanted to get serious about creating content on TikTok. I found that Chani's content is just so superior, but in the most friendly, accessible way. I actually assumed that she'd been going for a really long time and was really experienced on TikTok because what she shares is so good. It's so insightful. You will definitely go down the rabbit hole after seeing one of her videos and she makes it look so easy. Even when her seven-month-old son, Shiloh, is on screen with her, he's the cutest. She is literally that multitasking mum who plans and records her content while Shiloh's taking a nap, hence her account name, The Fashion Nap. By the way, speaking of baby Shiloh, it's his first podcast. You're going to hear him in the background. And as well as creating content on her TikTok account, Chani is also a nail tech and she recently started a YouTube channel too. Chani's TikTok, it's really a fashion lover's dream. She finds the most amazing footage and gives you as much detail as she possibly can in three minutes, whether it's about a 90s designer or an iconic black supermodel or a magazine that she's found amongst her collection. You can just really tell that she is truly fascinated by fashion and the past. We cover so much in this episode. We talk about everything from TikTok etiquette, why you should be well-referenced, that helps when you know what you're talking about, when you have to admit that you've made a mistake, when it's time to remove a video because it's attracting the wrong kind of attention. We talk about antiquated ideas of masculinity and Charney also shares the best stories involving two women who made a major impression on her when it came to fashion and beauty. I love the stories that she shares. This entire conversation is full of joy. Just think of it as two enthusiasts getting together and sharing experiences. I really hope you love it and be sure to listen out for Shiloh's cute little baby noises. I love to know people's morning routines, like from when you first wake up and tell me the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Okay. So this is like, obviously every day is kind of different because of the baby, but this is like what it usually is like um, on an ideal day where like everything's going to plan. <laughs> so I will wake up, well, I'll get woken up normally around like seven, sometimes 5am, sometimes six, but usually like around seven, I'll breastfeed the baby. Sometimes he'll go back to sleep for another two hours, which is great. Most of the time he wants to play. So then we're up. Yes, aren't we? I have to make his breakfast. Sometimes he enjoys that. Sometimes he gets really mad at me for feeding him breakfast. So there's that. Sometimes it's like, you're so nasty. How dare you feed me this fruit, you evil woman. I'm going to scream my head off. Sometimes it's like, yay, food. Um, so once that's out of the way, his high chair thing has these like toys that you can suction onto it. So I'll put those on and hopefully he's interested. Then I can actually make breakfast. And then I very stealthily move my breakfast into the living room without him noticing that I'm going and having a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> then I bring him in and we do playing and learning, don't we? So I put him in his activity mat and then hopefully he wants to be there i can eat and watch Royal housewives which is the most important part um, <laughs> um and then usually he'll tire himself out in there so then he wants more milk so i'll bring him to the sofa where i am now and i'll feed him and usually he'll fall asleep and then i can like do my makeup and film Right. It sounds like it's a mad dash. It's just, it's just, yeah, it is. It's like, you're, it's like being, I don't know, like a, a spy trying to like trick him into doing all this stuff. So recently I've been like, I've noticed if I breastfeed him and he falls asleep, leaving him on me and doing my makeup with him on me is normally a bit 
it guarantees he'll stay asleep and then I can put him down on film. Because sometimes if I put him down, he'll sleep less. So then I'll oh, do my makeup and he's awake. I've got to wait until I can film. So anyway, that's like the morning section of my routine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically just his routine and I just have to fit myself in. That's the thing. I need to know because I feel like I have mums on quite often and I feel Mm -hmm. like you are at the bottom of the list. It's almost like you've put the content above what do you actually need? I'm guessing you get enjoyment from it, but your needs like brushing your teeth, washing your face. Oh yeah, I do do that. (laughs) Okay, okay. I forgot about that. See, I'm just thinking about, yeah, so, okay, I missed a section. Let me go back. So usually I'll get up, I'll feed him. And then just before my boyfriend starts work, luckily he works from home. I'm like, take him, let me run into the bathroom. So I will brush my teeth. <laughs> okay. I wear a night retainer as well. So that's like a must. Um, and wash my face. Yeah, before. So I got my face washed down first. And then when it's makeup time, I'm already prepped. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then it's like, if I need to go somewhere, I'll shower then. If it's like, I'm going to be in the house, I'll shower when he has his like second nap or something. <laughs> it's just like, whenever. Recently, you shared a, a video we haven't really seen from you before, which was about where your love of fashion came from. Because obviously your content is exclusively fashion old new like the latest news I saw today you shared about Pharrell being the new Louis Vuitton menswear designer and I just wondered if you could share that that kind of origin story with the listeners because you mentioned your grandma in there and I'm always intrigued as to how someone's growing up influences you know who they are today. Yeah so I made that video because I think you may be similar for you. Like we talk about so many other people all the time. So we're always talking about like, yeah, different models or different fashion news. Like I saw your um, Rihanna Super Bowl video. Like, and then I stopped and I was like, I've made so many videos. These people don't have a clue who I am. <laughs> like, and you kind of, because you know who you are. You just assume, right? Like, oh, you know, but it's like, who am I? So I've, I've seen a few other people do like intro. Like, let, me, let me try this. I can't remember ever not being into fashion, which I don't know if that sounds a bit weird because like children are children. But <laughs> I was yeah, but you're I always been like this. Like I think I've always been exactly how I am now. Are you hungry? Let's try. Um so there was always like folks in the house, there was always like yeah, and I would always read them. I always just like looking at the pictures, like looking at the the clothes, like trying to learn how to pronounce these words. Like, I don't know. I, I, I can't remember ever not being like that, right? Um, and then, yeah, my grandma. So she was mentioned a lot in the video because she was a model, like, back in the 60s, 70s. Um, I do feel like she is very proud of that. Although she's passed away now. But she would, every time I went round, I think she picked up that I was really into it. So she had all the pictures down the hallway. Like, it wasn't really, like, a picture of her husband. It was just, like, my headshots. <laughs> like, um... Yeah, she was always she was just sharing stories about that and like about makeup. I think because I was tall, she really like wanted me to do what she did kind of thing. So she would just like drum it into me, like this is the coolest thing ever. This is what I was doing. Um, she, yeah, she was a dancer too, so she was always like looking at music videos with me, being like, I wore that first. Like she seemed to feel like everyone directly copied her, like not just the time. <laughs> so it was like that. That it was a silver, silver bikini and naughty girl was her one. She was like, oh, that's the, I wore that. Like that's my look. In Beyonce, blue one in poker face from Lady Gaga. She was always like, I used to dress like that. Like this is my influence. Oh my yeah, what was, she was her name? Cool. I feel like we need to <laughs> let people know. Ruth. Yeah. Um she was she was a wild card. Like she'd be at my birthday parties doing the splits like in jeans. Like she was literally like Yeah. Like super into fitness, super into beauty. Her only advice to me in life was like moisturize and stay skinny, really? which was controversial. But that's what she used to tell me when I was a kid. She's like, just don't gain weight and moisturize. I was like, okay, you'll try. I'm like six years old. Like, okay, I'm just oh, don't gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> Triggering, gosh. Um, yeah, but but she used to was like a bodybuilder at one point. She was very into all that stuff. So wow. So when it comes to beauty, actually, because that's usually where I start with people, like their first beauty memories. But I felt with you, I had to find out the fashion part. Yeah, <laughs> so much about who you are. But having got. Would would you say your grandma would be the first person that you started to think about beauty with as well, or not really? My godmother, 
Okay. So my godmother like kind of adopted me at some point. So we were super, super close. And I feel like because my mum is white, my godmother's mixed. So she was sort of took a bit of control of like, okay, this is how you do your hair. Like this is like mixed girl stuff. So I was really connected with her. People always thought she was my mum anyway, because we looked more alike. Um, but she would like, <laughs> she's going to kill me for telling this story. But like, she had three sons. So she had my elder godbrother. She wanted a girl. She had twin boys after that. And the twins are the same age as me. So when I was born, she was like, okay, that's mine. <laughs> like That's my daughter. <laughs> She didn't get asked to be my godmother. She was like, I'm a Chinese godmother, like, by the way. Like, that was just that. But when I'd go to visit her, like, I'll stay with her for, like, a week at a time, whatever, she would, like, call my school and say that I was sick and then take me to, like, the clinic counter. <laughs> and, like, take me to Mac. And, like, because she just really had that... She was having a house full of boys. She was like, this is my girl time. Like, school is not going to get in the way of this. Like... We'd go, she'd go, like, she'd try and make up on me, and then we'd go, do you remember, like, Miss Selfridges used to have photo booths? Do you remember this? We'd go and do all the photos together. On a school <laughs> so she, day? That was, like, wow. the best day ever. Like, we'd always do that. And she worked in a casino when we were kids, and they always had to have their nails done. It had to be either French tip, bright reds, nude, or burgundy, I think that was the rules. So she would, like, make me do her nails for work, because she didn't have time to go to the salon. So she taught me how to do French tips when I was seven. <laughs> oh my god and that's why i mean you're you're a nail artist now aren't you yeah yeah um so i feel like she was definitely my beauty connect like as a kid i love definitely, that definitely i wish i had that it's like you mentioned <laughs> there the whole mixed girl thing it's yeah. like color matching i don't even <laughs> it was just yeah so she was showing me like you know diana ross and like mariah and all different like you know yeah she was definitely my role model in that and she had very good style as well that's also with the fashion she was showing me like i don't know all different designers and things like that so it's, it sounds like you've got that. some <laughs> <laughs> but i just love that you had some very strong female influences that kind of helped definitely. you but it seems like it's definitely made you who you are yeah this is why i said i feel like i've always been like this like i don't yeah I had like a tomboy phase, but even that, when I look back, it wasn't really a tomboy phase. That was like my Pharrell Williams, Star Trek, Tiana Taylor era. So it was still so very much So basically you were cropped up and hoodies. Oh yeah, but this was like yeah. 15, you know, it was like yeah. the men's like hard denim jeans with the super 80s makeup, the huge earrings. So even my tomboy phase was very much fashion girl. I love that. And I just need to ask you about your hair because you've got amazing hair whenever I Thank see you. you I'm just like you remind me I did this Jerry Hall video the other day you know she's Texan model mm -hmm. tall long wavy hair and I was like your hair you could easily do like some ads or something I love it thank you it's funny because whenever I see your videos I'm like I want to cut it off like I've got oh, this thing about your hair length whenever I see anyone with that hair length I could just imagine like how it feels like so, like you know when your hair's freshly cut it just feels so nice and like peak health because it's short. I always yeah. want to do it when I see anyone with your hair cut. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to do it. You don't want to. And then it, I've loved that I've done it, but what it does, it makes you keep wanting to change. So be bleach yeah. blonde. Now I'm growing a mullet, which is kind of Ooh. awkward because it's an annoying length. Um, I really want to try a mullet before I then either commit to growing it again or shaving it off again. So I think this is what I like, the freedom when you have short hair, because like when I was younger, I was dyeing my hair every colour in the world. Like it was almost like I had a checklist of like what will damage my hair and I just did all of it. <laughs> and then like I had to like I was dyeing it black for like five years and then I bleached it myself on top of my hair fell out. Ooh. Yeah, I was seventeen, you know, whatever. Um I didn't look good as a blonde either, so it wasn't even worth it. But after that extravaganza, I went into wigs and all that, and then I grew it out, and that's kind of where I'm at now. I've had it natural for, like, seven years, maybe. I like, haven't touched it with colour, anything. And I want that feeling of having a new hair colour, like, new hair length. But then where I've put so much work into it, I don't want to do anything. That's why I'm like, oh, if I cut it off, like, I'm free from the shackles of my hair. I can just have whatever colour I want. And I could do wigs, but it's just effort. That's <laughs> thing I... I I know someone that has amazing wigs, so I think I, I will buy one or two, but then mm -hmm. I know I'm going to feel like the weight 
do I want that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, when you've, ha- when you've been out of wigs for so long, going back yeah. in wigs, it's just like, you feel like you're in, I don't know, a straight jacket. Yeah. And with the... And hopefully- one time, a kid clocked my... Oh, my God. I had a nail client, and she bought her daughter, who was like... You know how kids tell the truth? She was like six. She asked me, I would never, I never wore a wig again after this. She asked me, Charlie, why have you got squares in your, in your scalp? Put the lace. (laughs) (laughs) Shame. (laughs) You haven't worn a wig since? Maybe like once or twice, but I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time to retire the wig, but I always want green hair or like orange. Well, that's what, that's, yeah, that's what wigs will do, isn't it? You can you can try yeah. that without any stress on your beautiful hair because seriously, it's gorgeous. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some of your content in the summer. I want to see it like out. I want to see seventies like big in the hair. summer. I do a lot of braids, right? I, but yeah, because the heat. Yeah, I did. I had locks last summer, and I was. Do you remember Megan Thee Stallion? Just that video about her. Okay, so I got my appointment was the day after she posted that video. What did she say? <laughs> she said that like. I think she either left them in too long or I don't know, she wasn't taking mm. care of them, but her natural hair was like locking inside. Locking with the looks. <laughs> and she couldn't get them out. It took her like a week to get them out. She had to cut loads of her hair because she's got amazing natural hair. And then my appointment to get my locks on was the next day. And I was like sitting there like regret, regret, regret. And they looked so good, but I kept like opening them and taking one random one out to see what my hair was and then putting it back in myself. And I had to just take them out because of the paranoia. But, but when I was pregnant, I almost locked my natural hair. I was so close because they looked so good, the faux ones. And I was like, oh, because I've grown my hair, they'll be long straight away. Yeah. I mean, so I yeah, you've got the length right there. But then it's like, oh, if I change my mind, which I definitely will. <laughs> but I thought with the baby, it's so much like easier to just not have to do your hair. But I guess then there is the main, t- I don't know. We could go up for hours about our hair, right? I know. Like, I feel like anyone that's listening to this, they're just going to be like, they're just chatting. But I think it become. I think it all comes from your influences. You have seen that fashion and beauty allow you to change like within minutes. So I yeah. just think you're that's I'm exactly the same. I'm always gonna want to try something else. I'm I'm someone if I see an advert, I'll be like, oh I wanna try that. I'm very mm. malleable. And well, now with the baby, I just live with my hair in a bun. So I'm like, oh, why don't I just do something like even with braids, like I haven't had braids since like two years. The year, like the yeah, maybe the year before last, because no, not even when I was pregnant, I couldn't be bothered. I was too tired. But then with him, I'm like, have I got eight hours to sit and get my hair done? Like no. And then even worse than that is is taking them out. I don't like, know. We'll try it. My, like, my brains out. Probably not. So like, will I do braids this summer? But it's funny you say seventies. Okay, let's talk about. I'm going to ask you a question. Seventies summer. What's your mood board for summer? Because I've been planning mine already, and I want to know what your what your looks um, going to be this summer. Well, this year's going to be the first time we actually get to go away, like pre-pandemic, throughout the pandemic. I haven't been anywhere. Like, I literally haven't. So we are going to Barcelona and we're going to Italy. So for me, I'm very much leaning into, as a very pale mixed race person, first of all, I would like to look a bit browner. Um, (laughs) And maybe wear less clothing. So I'm definitely very into, like, just... um, Getting back to the gym because I couldn't go for about three months because I hurt my foot. Um, So I'm very much like picturing myself like sun and sea. So I start to think Mm -hmm. of definitely short hair, maybe bleaching it again. Mm -hmm. Um, And then clothing wise, I've gone into a very, because we're going to Italy, lots of, there's this film that I love called The Biggest Splash. I don't know if you've seen it. It's the guy that did Suspiria. Well, it's like lots of um, crop tops, but wide skirts. So like think of a Dior skirt, 40s, 50s style that goes yes. right out, but with a crop top. So kind of like a modern mm. take on it. Um, blazers yes. with um, bandeau tops and maybe like skinny trousers. Yes. So lots of layering, lots of jewellery, lots of vintage jewellery, like chunky gold jewellery. I don't mind if my outfit is super simple, but it will be about chunky jewellery and my hair will be perfect. Like it might be super short or maybe this length, but bleach blonde, but definitely uh-huh. a look. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I feel like it's a post-pandemic thing. I think many of us, although we might not want to go out loads, 
yeah. I think there's much more to like dressing up and doing your makeup now. I feel like you just really want to make an effort. But what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I know what you mean. Whenever I go somewhere, it's like I'm going somewhere. You know, every supermodel has that shoot um, from the 90s where it's like hippie, but it's so not hippie at all. Like there's that famous one of Kate Moss. I can't remember who shot it, but she's in that like denim shirt with the long piece necklace and the really 60s makeup and the dead straight hair. Oh and then God. Tyra's got the moment for Perry Ellis with like the band. Yeah, I'm going this vibe, like hippie, but like like capitalist hippie. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that because that's gonna be my style. And I had the epiphany yesterday, so I'm very excited to talk about it. <laughs> well, I love. Um, you have to try and tell me what era it would be. I feel like it's very Sienna Miller. So um, they used to always say boho chic. No, so no, no, like, we're not doing boho. It's literally, I'm going to send you some pictures. I should have come okay. prepared with, with the that designer I'm thinking of, but um, I feel like there's just so many shoots in that style where they're dressed like, not even boho, they just look good, but it's like, because they've got the dead straight hair, maybe like a headband. It's like, it's very like a banji hippie. Like, I, know, I, mean? no, I know what you mean. I feel like the boho chic was the like the British version of it, like that came later. But I think the version yeah. you're talking about was definitely... I feel like skin was always looking good. It was more like mm -hmm. hippie, but you were rich. So yeah. it wasn't you know hippie you know and pale. No, I don't. I feel like I should because I'm in the beauty industry. Yeah, it was like season seven, okay? And this one queen did like, she um, lip syncs to Waterman, but yeah. she was in this like Naomi wig with this like pink and orange like flare trouser, a little tie up top, gold jewelry, beat face. And it was like that look. <laughs> okay see now you're giving me vibes of i watched this madonna video the other day it's called deeper and deeper and that is full-on mm -hmm. 70s at one point she's wearing a, a blonde wig a blonde afro um and another uh -huh. point it's lots of you know like lurex fabrics so that's oh, shit yeah. so miss sony lurex the the different mm -hmm. patterns so it'd be like a crop top or it'd be a top that's like a halter tied around the boobs then the flares, low yeah. belt, maybe one of those flimsy long cardigans. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And hair is like super glossy, not greasy, yeah. like it's really glossy. It's kind of glossy. like if, um, if like an R&B singer is doing a hippie look. Yes, so I mean, like it's hippie. more glamorous. That's why we're going to go for summer, I've decided. Ooh, I can't wait. Well, you, you're going to have to make some videos leading up to the reveal. Yeah, I think I will. Watch me change my mind like 10 times before summer. I know. Like <laughs> <laughs> I just, but I think that's why, I mean, what is it for you? Like we make content, but a lot of the content we do, although we're sharing like about news, a lot of it is dipping back, back. Like I've done videos mm -hmm. on the seventies. I think my oldest one is Donyala Luna, the first black supermodel in the sixties. What do you yeah. think it is? Do you think it's because of the pandemic that we'd like to look backwards so much? I've always liked looking backwards. Like, I feel like, I've, I don't know about you, but like throughout my life, I've tried like every style, like every subculture. Like, I just love all of it. But my references of how I approach any style are always cemented in like 90s, 70s, 60s models. Um, from the silhouette to like sort of the always highlighting the eye a bit more on my face. Like, whether I'm doing goth or whether I'm doing like, I don't know, any style is always rooted from that place. Like I sort of have the same beauty, inspiration. And I'm just waiting for there to be a better era. And then I'll look forward or present. Like I feel like it hasn't happened yet. Everyone looked so good back then. They did. Like even even um when I've got some of my magazines out that from the twenty before twenty ten. Like even then, I just think I don't know what it is. And it's funny then when you said nineties 70s, 60s, because a lot of people skip the 80s. I'm not saying that was even intentional. But now, <laughs> the I 80s. Had an 80s time, but I was into like the heavy metal 80s look. Right. So I was doing that for a good like three years. Okay. And oh my God, my, I literally can never become famous because my yearbook picture from school, I was in the throes <laughs> of the 80s, even though it was 2009. <laughs> and I literally had like jet black curly hair but I had curly this wasn't the heavy metal era this is my other era I've been there a few times um, and I had these like 18 inch curly extensions and my hair was like on the side part like ginormous I had a fuchsia lipstick 10 gold chains on 
<laughs> the gold doorknob hoops. I actually looked insane, but I kind of love it. Like I looked such a mess, but I was just so bold to do my own thing, you know. Um, I didn't yeah. really care if like everyone at school thought I was weird. I was like, this is how I'm coming. Like, what are you serving? But I always think if that photo comes out, it'll be like, you know, when it's like, oh, you're not um ugly, you're just broke. Like those memes. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you have a vision well. in your I head. Become, I can never become like super, super famous for that reason. So that's why I'm just a yes. girl in Essex. <laughs> but I just wanted to take you back to that because I'm always jealous when people say, like you said, you didn't care. And where did that come from? That like, I'm just going to do me. Um, I think I did care, but not enough to not do what I wanted. Like, I think we all go through that phase, especially when you start high school and it's like everyone's the same. I definitely bought into that for like maybe up to year eight. But I think my love of fashion and experimentation has always outweighed like my fear of judgment. And I think I always had a good heavy dose of delusion. <laughs> yeah, delusion the word for 2023, by the way. That's my word yeah. for this year. Delusion yeah, is my yeah. word for 2023. I remember being in school, and like boys never liked me in school, by the way, until I like got to maybe like college. Um, probably because I was dressed like a crazy person, they just didn't get it. But I always remember getting really upset about it, but not being like, oh my god, I must be ugly. Like I used to get upset being like, why don't they know that I'm gorgeous? <laughs> and like, why don't these people understand that I'm so cutting edge? <laughs> like, and that's what used to upset me. It wasn't like. Like, yeah, I don't know where that came from, but I just, I just felt like I didn't get it. And like, the, my peers weren't reading magazines and looking at ID. Like, so I was like, they just don't understand. I remember like, I had one friend in school who was into fashion the same way that I was. Um, she, she wasn't as old as me, I would say. She was a bit more careful people think, but we, was, we had the fashion. We was meet up after school and read magazines and go and like, I don't know, on the internet and look at the collections together. And get L collections, but I remember once we were at the park with like all of our friends, it must have been like maybe year 10, how old are you, 15? And she had a magazine, I can't remember what magazine it was, but there was a shoot in there that had someone topless, and all the girls were like, Oh my god, like are you a lesbian? Like, why are you reading lesbian porn? And we were like, Firstly, who cares? But it was just like that's when I realized that wow, these people don't know what's going on outside. Like for them. As I said, I always grew up reading this stuff and like sort of immersing myself in fashion and beauty and I was like these people really don't know that arch from their elbow when it comes to style like so why do I care like some of the things that I would go to school and college in like college was where it got really real because there was no rules I remember wearing lace flares with a g-string to to college like, <laughs> and being like why do people keep looking at me <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. The, the I'm reason much more I, boring now, I have to say. Like, <laughs> the reason I love it is because my husband came home the other day and he was like, we we love Prince. Mm -hmm. um, I bet you love Prince. I mean, he... I almost wore a Prince shirt to this podcast. Really? But I was cold, so I took it off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, we're big fans of Prince in this house. Mm-hmm. Not just the music, just because he did not care what people thought about his sexuality or what we, he could mm -hmm. wear a halter top. He would wear us like he would wear hardly anything. And my husband said that he saw a young boy dressed like Prince on the bus. Oh my god! And I was like, I wish I'd seen him. But he said he could see that the other kids getting on the bus were like, not going to sit near him, mm -hmm. and nobody sat near him. And it really upset me because I was like. One, Prince is amazing. That's mm -hmm. amazing that he is inspired by him. And two, I hope that he has the attitude that you have. Like, they well, don't he's know. He's dressed like Prince. <laughs> 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 but I just think he'll, he'll become something great, you know? And then everyone will be wishing, like, they still knew him. So I love that. I loved it. And I, I, I think like... about that stuff a lot. Like, now I have a kid. It's like, I... We're trying to move house, it's very boring um, at the moment. And I just keep thinking like, where do I want to live? Like, I, I want Shiloh to see different stuff. Not just that to be a diverse area, which is one thing, but also like, I want him to like, see a punk. I always say this to my boyfriend, like I want him to, like, we, went, we went out yesterday and I saw a guy with a mohawk. I was like, look Shiloh, <laughs> look at it. Like, I want him to see like different styles and different things. Like, I don't want him to just grow up thinking like one thing is normal. And that's it. And you just have to be like that. And there's no options. 
Yeah, because that's what um, the world's going to tell him, pretty much. It's, yeah. I mean, especially I do think things are very well. different now. Yeah, especially, yeah. like, if you're a boy. Yeah, pigeonholed straight like, away. Prince, like you're saying, the way Prince would dress, like, um, Prince, we were a big Prince household when I was growing up, so we had like, all the VHSs of his shows and stuff. But even, like, I love that like, Rick James era. And that's, that's what drew me to, and like he had amazing video girls, by the way. Um, and that's what drew me to like the 80s heavy metal era was like all the men dressing like girls and it just being normal and like masculine and feminine. And it wasn't like anything. I love, I love that. It had yeah. nothing to do with what they were into either. It was just like they could, they could be class themselves as straight. They just wore but, makeup just like they wore clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you even like connect it further back, like, and in history, we'll move back to ancient ancient Egypt and all of this. Like a lot of the gods were like two spirited and feminine, and that was the whole point. And it seems like it's only sort of like in recent years that we've lost sight of that. And yeah. it's like you have I don't to know pick when, a side. when men had to become like these super like ster- oh. like caricatures of masculinity to be like valid. I don't know when because it wasn't happening yet in previous eras. It wasn't even like yeah. Seventies, eighties, twenty, like Victorian times. You know, the yeah. first heels were designed for men. I don't understand where we went wrong. And they obviously wore wigs way before that. Yeah. Men wearing the big pompadour wigs and the 100%. makeup. So what? I just no, we need to find out want. what era was it. When did it change? Then would it have been the thirties yeah. and forties? Maybe. Maybe it was that time because sixties, seventies definitely became more experimental. Yeah, again, but maybe there free. was a time. Know. It's sad. It's very clothes sad. come off and makeup comes off and exactly. you, within you you have masculine traits and you have feminine mm-hmm. it's okay to be everything that's actually who we are that's it so yeah i'm like where can i move to this like could be like a utopia <laughs> oh i guess it just starts from home right i just have to make sure that's why i leave all my fashion books hanging around the house i'm like really? I don't, he doesn't have to be a fashion boy but i'm like no, no if you want to pick up the book <laughs> to be the next Pharrell don't you I think <laughs> like, I think he was in one of my videos not Pharrell my son, my son. the other day it was my um, I was talking about Donatello Versace and someone commented because I think I picked him up in the video someone was like his first word Donatello <laughs> I was like yeah <laughs> that's, oh, that's pretty good I'm enforcing <laughs> in the house <laughs> oh I think it's so important it's like I haven't got children and I've never planned on having any but I just mm-hmm. thought that it is such a responsibility for you to just not only raise them to be happy and kind, mm-hmm. but also feel that whoever they are is okay. Like, never to feel like they've got to hide things from you, you yeah. know. It's um, a lot. <laughs> it's hard out there. Like, social media, I just think, adds another level. You know, you were saying that you you were like, you couldn't get why people didn't understand your look, but if social media was added to that for some, it could be, it could enhance it or it could really make it worse because you could highlight your look on social media and have tens of thousands of people telling you like, Mm -hmm. not that that should matter, but you know. Yeah, but it has an effect, right? But then there is the flip side that it's easier to find your people. I think so. I love that about TikTok. It's in social media, but I do think you find your tribe a bit easier because you're connecting with, hopefully, not criminals, but, you know, because those yeah. who, where, you know, you can find people that are into this weird niche thing that you're into. Yeah. Um, it so doesn't yeah. have to be everybody. Pros um, and cons. Yeah. But what have you, I wanted to ask you, what, because you're still, as we were saying, quite new to TikTok, mm-hmm. what are you, tell me what you're loving about creating and what you're not loving about creating for a social space. Okay, so what I love about TikTok is I like that there's this, like, sense that your content hasn't got to be perfect. Because I'm not, like, I am a perfectionist in some ways, but I'm really not in others. And, like, I, my motto is done is better than perfect. Like, I say that all day, every day. Like, if you're chasing perfection, like, I've got a couple of people in my life that are hardcore perfectionists. And I'm always like, it's not going to get done. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm thinking specifically there about, I'm going to call him out, my boyfriend's brother. He's he's always having these amazing ideas and then he'll be like, oh, but I can't think of this. I'm like, just do it. You can always change the name of it later. But he will get in his head, you know, Virgos. And then 
Did you say Virgo? Yeah. That's my husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he gets in my Um, way. I'm just going to say, he gets in my way because I'm trying not to be perfect and I'm not perfect. And sometimes I do these TikToks and I try so hard and he'll be like, well, you should have done this. And I'll be like, but I've done it now. At least it's done and I can... I'll be better the next time. I'm always saying, I'll be better the next time. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. He's super I always supportive. think your videos are so perfect, by the way. I'm always like, wow, she's like, I'm always like, Tara, she's so like, your videos are just so like, everything is like, like, you know everything. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, who's holding the light in the corner over oh, there. No, I get stuff wrong. And... I'm like, and oh, I hope I'm a great vine that like, in my opinion. <laughs> 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 no, no, I do do that. But yeah, I like that. I like that not everything mm. has to be so like, I don't know. I feel like with the Instagram influencers and stuff back in the day, everything had to be just so and look so like polished. And I guess it's the next generation of the ones that are rebelling against that. And so we can thank them and be like, cool, I'm going to hop on this and just be imperfect and make sort of off on the fly content. I love that. And I feel like people are really friendly on TikTok. Yes. They say like, thank I've you met a lot. Some creators, even <laughs> in the talk I've been on there that are just like, oh, I've got TikTok friends. Like everyone's hyping each other up. Like, um, a creator that I like know in real life, I knew before I started to used to be a client in my salon many years ago. I don't know if you ever watched Glow with Ola. Yes. Um, he <laughs> made a video and he was saying like tips for new creators. That was it. And he was saying, don't be a weirdo and start making, making videos and not interact with your community, like other creators. And it stuck in my head when I started making videos. And I was so amazed that like, People that I watch, even you, like other people that I watch, just like love your video. I'm like, oh hi, like oh I guess we're teaching friends. Like, and obviously now I'm doing it to other people, and it's just like you just there's not like oh is it weird if I message them or like is it weird if I comment on their video? Like someone that I love watching Mars Orbit just um, duetted me the other day and was like I love trying to, and I was like I'm a fan girl, but like I know we comment to each other, but like it's just so open. I feel like back in the day of like content creators like 10 years ago that would never would have happened it was so like i used to work in a salon in soho about five years ago now and they would use it as an event space for a lot of influencer events so we'd have a lot of the instagram people coming in and having parties there gifting pr whatever i'd just be a little worker doing nails but they were so frosty to each other it was very much like oh what's your name and they blatantly knew who the person was like people being so rude to us as nail techs like i've seen a lot so when I started content creating, the first time I got invited to an event, which was like a few weeks ago, I was like, oh God, I'm going to myself, I'm a bit nervous. It was so friendly. And I was like, okay, we're in a new era. So that's why, I, that's a very long-winded answer of what I love about TikTok. What I don't like about TikTok. <laughs> and this might just be me making imperfect content of being like, why do you comment stuff without reading the comments first? Why am I getting the same comment? Like, oh, you said the year wrong. 25,000 times the same comment. For me, when I comment on someone's video, I always check the comments. Like, does someone else have this thought before me? Unless it's a compliment. And I'm like, oh, I like your hair. They can never hear that so many times. But if I think like, oh, was it this year? I wouldn't even write it, to be honest. But I'll like see if people are thinking what I'm thinking. I will get 15,000 comments of like the same sentence. That irritates me so much because it makes me want to be rude back. And like, I don't... <laughs> Oh, yes. Do you like I'm to block? Sponsor, you know, so I'm like, I want to say something. <laughs> Do you like to block? <laughs> Blocking is my new favourite thing. I block through people. I'm heavy hand. If, if they're being, like, uh, racist, I get, like, um, body shaming the models I'm talking about, I, they all get blocked. Um, but I, if I get a comment now about the same thing, like, more than, like, 20 times, I start to meet more than once. So I'm just like... She's just blocking the fun conversation I'm having with other people. I really, that's my pet peeve. And maybe it's just me that like, I should just not make No, I get it. I get, I mean. It's so annoying. It can even be something that's like meant to be nice, but you're like, look, dude, just read the comments because I feel that that's part of TikTok, going to the comments first almost. And then you can just like the comment that you agree with. Exactly. And you're, you, you know, you're silently saying, yeah, she got it wrong, or yeah, I, I agree. I this because I had this, like, fiasco with a video, like, I don't know what it was. So I had this video actually go viral, which was the only one that's gone, like, viral, viral. And I deleted it. No! <laughs> I did. No, I privated it, so I still keep the engagement. <laughs> but basically, the comment, the captions generated, like, crazily everything on my captions was wrong but 
I edited them and I saved it. And when I posted, like, I didn't save. And it gives you two more chances. And I edited them two more times. It, it was like a glitch. They were not saving. And there was this one bit. It was by Devon Oki. And it said um, she was brought into modeling because she was introduced to Kate Moss. But it said they got into Muslim, not modeling, which isn't even grammatically correct sentence. People were commenting, um, it's actually got into Islam, not Muslim. And I was like, firstly, put the sound on because that's not what I said anyway. It, I, it got to 500,000 views within like four hours or something like that. Never happened. I, I remade the video and it's one of my lowest views model videos. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> but it, whatever. Integrity over anything. Yeah, but yeah. it was just this over and over and over again. I couldn't sleep. I was in my comments because I was like, so like, it was just too much. They were, the motivations were coming thick and fast and it was just like, it was too much. But yeah, so that's when I was like, read the comments, what's wrong with people? Because you can't pin comments anymore either. Well, I thought something was wrong with me because I was like, I swear people could do it. And I kept thinking it's because I'm not over 5,000. Then I was like, oh, it's because I'm not over 10,000. Now I'm like... No, it's because taking it away. But it's so useful because... I was just people, was asking what like, my lipstick oh, I didn't is. Say that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I and had then... to put a correction on one video. I felt mortified. I was so mad. At... And that's what I wish people would realise. I felt mad at oh, myself. every video from me, so don't worry. But... It was, it's my best video ever. It's like 1.6 million. So I wanted to leave it there. And um, what it was, it was about Jenny Shimizu, the Asian model. Mm -hmm. And do you know how many Jenny Shimizu blogs there are? There's some people that are really into her, right? right? So I took a lot of images from those blogs. And one of them, it was not Jenny, but I took it from a Jenny blog. So that's my fault for not triple checking. I was mortified. But I'd gone over, I was approaching a million. And I was like, the people that love it, love it. Because one person told me, and I was so grateful, one person out of 1.6 million told me that is not Jenny, that second picture at such and such. She was so helpful. Yeah. And I was like, right, let me go back. And I, I found it really hard to find their comment again. So I was just like, I had to put a, I just did a comment myself saying, correction, that picture is not right. I'm annoyed with myself. And so many people liked the fact that I just said it. It was yeah. done with. Not one person, I'm surprised, not one person came at me again for it. Literally one person out of over a million was like, that's wrong. Love the video. That's wrong. And I just said, I'm sorry, but it's tough. And, and that caption thing, that's happened to me before. Somebody had said that someone had done the makeup for something. And I said that, but then someone else was like, no, so-and-so did that. And I was like, let me at least change it in the caption so it comes yeah, up yeah, really yeah. big. <laughs> and it just yeah. it didn't seem to work. So I was like, it is what it is. You, you try. Um, and obviously sometimes there's definitely a reason to take down a video. But yeah, yeah. for me, one picture out of three minutes, I was just like... Yeah, no, for me, that one, it, just, it, it was just more negative than positive. People were mm. fighting. And because it was, um, she lives in Fast and Furious, it landed on like straight man TikTok. And the comments oh. were ferocious. Oh, God. But I was like, you know what? This is just, like, giving me bad vibes, this whole video. Like, I've never had a video go to that area of TikTok before. And it was just, like, racist comments about her, how ugly she is, like, all of this stuff. And I was just like, you know what? Let's just go private. Let's just pretend it never happens. And I refilmed it. It's got a humble little, like, 9,000 views. And I'm so happy with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's thing you were happy with it. The lighting is better, so I look better, too. hundred <laughs> 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 percent perfect captions like listen it will have its day one day but that was like a lesson in i saw a different video from another creator i can't remember who it was but they were talking about like you know you get like growth on tiktok videos and she was saying the last thing you want is to go viral because that will be what people want from you forever that video and i was yeah. like that is so fucking true <laughs> yeah. sorry, podcast. um so i was kind of like happy to get rid of it to be honest because yeah. I wasn't even meant to be making that much new model content, but that's what people would demand now, so. Oh, and they I love to it. demand. Really that's it. another TikTok thing. People love to demand. I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to give you another thing I don't like now. People <laughs> saying, make a video about this person. I've already done it. At least check first. And I like the ones you can tell they're careful. Not sure if you've done it already, but can yeah, you that, do it on my I'm like, You're, you can stay, but the yeah. demands. Like, and. Also, those people that throw a fact at you. Well, maybe I knew that fact, but I didn't want, I didn't think it was pertinent to this yeah. video. 
Like, yeah, good for you. I've had a series now because people, like, you didn't mention this. I'm like, how can I put her 40 plus year career in three minutes of green screen? Like, <laughs> and the worst thing is, you'll go to their account. This is me being horrible. I'll go to their account. They have no videos. I'm like, maybe yes. you should make a video. I always want to reply saying, when you make your video, Include that fact, please. Yeah, yeah. I have to hold back sometimes from being rude to people. Like yeah. I got into it with someone yesterday. <laughs> the other day. Not, not going into it, but um, I did a video about Beverly Peel, and it happens all the time. Anytime I do a black supermodel, all the comments are like, "I bet Naomi didn't like her." What about Naomi? I wonder what Naomi thought of her. And I'm like, "Why are we doing this?" So I, I'd had like about ten comments like that on the Beverly Peel video. So I replied to one of them. And it was just like, why does people always do this? Like, something like that. And they were like, I'm not responsible for all the other comments. So I was like, okay, no, no, you're right, you're not. <laughs> but I said, but I just wanted to highlight it because everyone, and they were like, oh, I think it's because of her food with Tyra Banks. Da, 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 da. I'm just curious how she interacts with other people. And I was like, I get that. However, that feud with Tyra was a lot engineered by the media, the industry, racism, like one black girl at a time syndrome. Yeah. And what are we doing now on these comments? Making a feud out of thin air between two black supermodels. Again, so we haven't learned anything. And then she just liked my comment and didn't, <laughs> didn't I was like, but it's true. Anytime I talk about any black supermodel, it's like Naomi attack mode. And I don't get it. Well, that's the thing. If you make a video about somebody, you are, you're instantly negating somebody else. That's not oh. the intention. You're trying to shine a spotlight yeah. on this one. You're not saying that yeah. other one doesn't exist. And it's likely and then, that you'll probably make a video on the other one anyway if you haven't already. Yesterday, I, just, I got two comments from two different people on two different videos saying, poor man's Naomi Campbell. <laughs> and I was like, it's the same person again. No, different person. Oh. It's just like... Wow. Insanity. Like, I insanity. Think, I just think people just feel free to say what they want because... It's usually the people that have like no no videos, not even a picture of themselves. Yeah. I think there's definitely a miserable side to TikTok, um, and that's who I've blocked. I think I've blocked four people my whole time on TikTok. You got like four hundred then. Nah. <laughs> I've got time, but they, it's because they've stood out to me for a reason. One, yeah. they're going on too much about this negative thing. Two. Yeah. They're being outright insulting. Like, I, I won't have it, like, um, telling me about Amy Winehouse looking like sh looking like shit when she got into drugs. I, d I don't want that. We know that's yeah, what I'm yeah, like. Yeah. I don't really need to get into that. You know, she died really Ooh, young. Actually, I should ask you, because we make a similar video. Do you get people, like, dem like, not demanding, but, like, if you don't talk about scandals, people get upset? Oh, why, the first comment was... Have you not seen that someone's making TikToks about Amy being racist? Well, no, I haven't seen it. Would, <laughs> yeah. uh, would I have still made the video? Probably, because I'm talking about her look. Um, let I me come like, back to you. Yeah, yeah, I get comments like, just say, I can't think of an example right off the top of my head, but like, if I talk about somebody and maybe, like, I don't know, they had like a bad relationship at one point or an addiction or like something like that, I don't normally make, like, I don't talk about personal business. I try to just talk about like the career, the like, that's what we're here for, the fashion. Um, and I've got comments like, uh, so you're not, you're just going to brush past the fact that they cheated on this person or they're going to brush past the fact that they did drugs for 10 years. And I, I just always comment back. I'm like, there's plenty of scandal and drama commentary channels on here. There's nothing wrong with it. Please go and watch one of them. People do fashion news and fashion, like very well. Like, why do you want me to talk about that? Like, I don't want to. <laughs> it's like you're 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 being deceitful or something it's like my miley cyrus one. Oh, i bet mate i was here to talk about the beauty yes i mentioned all the things people are saying because everyone's like it had all you know they call them easter eggs all these clues about leo yeah, yeah. i love that video by the way <laughs> thank you i had this one girl and the sad thing is i used to follow her on instagram i clicked i was like oh my god it's you oh i didn't know you were like this she came for me. Many different comments and targeted at me or targeted, targeted at others. And I let her have her fun until she told me that I was fueling hate and I was like blocked because I could say you're bullying me because it was relentless, but I allowed yeah. you into my space and now you're telling me I'm fueling hate. You're absolutely talking rubbish, by the way. I'm not fueling hate. I'm having a conversation about some beauty looks and a little bit of fashion in Miley Cyrus's new video that's blatantly about her feeling 
free, like she can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's a human being and there could be underlying factors why she chose to wear this. Why I don't have all that time. Mm-hmm. You, however, you have time, clearly. Yeah. Maybe you could make another video. Maybe you could do a video in response to mine. Yeah, um, join, join the conversation. Join the conversation. Don't tell people. Yeah, I just thought oh. fueling hate. No, goodbye. You've been on this a little bit longer than me, so I'm sure you've learned as well. What I learned very early on is that the people you're talking about will see your videos very um, easily. Yeah. And that's another reason why I don't talk about people's personal business. I haven't necessarily had like the exact person I'm talking about, but like I've had supermodels liking my videos. I'm like, okay, the algorithm puts the supermodel videos, like, you know. Yeah. I, they will. I did a video about. So, who was it about? Anyway, I has. Oh, I see Jordan Dunn click that. You know, I, I see people. I got a duet from Coco Rocha. I was like, these people are seeing <laughs> what I'm posting. So maybe they're the ones that are liking, but maybe the ones I'm talking about don't want to show that they're watching the video about themselves. So I'm very conscious of like, I don't want to say anything too nasty that's going to hurt no. someone's feelings if they do see it. But you famous, gossip, if you had a gossip, if you had a gossip yeah. account, that would be different. If you were yeah, a bitchy yeah. account. Like, be different whether or not like someone's famous doesn't mean they need to be bullied all the time and like yeah. that's why i had great difficulty with my recent tyra banks video because <laughs> i get requests for tyra banks all the time and i was like avoiding it because i thought i just know the comments are going to be like hysteria of people arguing it hasn't been that bad i think everyone feels the same way that like we just know so we don't have to say it like i had a lot of comments that were just like icon problematic all of there. everyone feels the same way i was expecting like i don't know because I tried to be fair, like, I I was a huge fan when I was younger of Tyra Banks. Am I a huge fan of her now? Probably not. <laughs> so I tried to be fair and not just pretend that I liked her in case she, like, ever saw it one day. But, you know, things like that, I'm conscious of it. I am conscious I of it. You would never know who's watching on TikTok. And I feel like that's the great thing about the app. There's so, many, so much opportunity. But that's also, like, you need to be a bit careful. Well, if you want to be, I want to be. So. I think, yeah, I want to be known as someone that shares great information on beauty, likes to dig into the past, and is respectful. Like, Omira saw my video. And wow. Omira is amazing. So why would I call any negativity in the comments? I deleted a couple of comments on that. I didn't block people, but I deleted a couple yeah. of comments because I didn't like... Someone's called her, she's giving moody trans. And I was like, what is your problem? What's your problem? I, so I just deleted her and um, I just think even when I did the Rihanna video because I'll be full diclo- disclosure to you and my listeners I've never been a big Rihanna fan I've never thought Rihanna's like an amazing performer you know she hasn't she hasn't got the stamina of Beyonce she hasn't got the voice of somebody mm-hmm. else but I feel that she's she's she makes some good songs but like, I'm not gonna lie yeah. you're right so I knew the Super Bowl was going to be big but when I watched it, I did absolutely rate her for doing it on her own. I really did. Um, mm-hmm. Doing it on her own pregnant. Doing it on her own with one outfit. Just adding a coat later. Not the thing one is, performer. I think Rihanna knows what yeah. she is and who she is. Exactly. She's always been like a relaxed performer. She's not a dancer. I think she knows. And I think she knows that a lot of her fans like her because of who she is and not so much what she does. It's just that she has that cool girl essence. She does, and everyone, her her fashion, I feel like, I know stylists, and many of them are like, Rihanna's the only person I even care about right now. Like, everybody else is kind of boring right now. Um, (laughs) A lot of people talking about Beyonce's style being really old-fashioned now, like, just try hard, whereas Rihanna's, it feels like Rihanna's Rihanna, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So I did rate her, and there was one person in the comments, sorry to people that are listening, by the way, it's a lot of TikTok chat, but, um, I made that video because I did love the makeup. I loved the striking red throughout it. I thought it was a it was a it was a statement. Like I don't need any mm-hmm. performers next to me. And somebody that said, as a Rihanna fan, just went for it. it. Was attacking her, boring, dull. Oh, you think pregnant women can't do things? And I was like, at first I was defending. I was like, well, we don't know what Rihanna's doctors told her. We don't know what mm-hmm. exactly she's allowed to do. We don't know what trimester she's in. She still put on a show. Yeah. And you're a fan, okay. Like like I said, I've never been a big fan. I just wanted to appreciate the look. 13 minutes, 12 songs. I mean, 
you know and that's just it yeah like let's all just be there's there's a place for you if you want to be miserable there's a place for you and if you Mm -hmm. are into beauty there's a place for you do you know what i mean and i just think i think people think everything that they're watching is for them and they can sort of demand it to be how they want it to be yes that's exactly and it's kind of like it's called the for you page. But it's actually like... <laughs> See, I, I don't even go near my for you page because I'll be like, "Why is Jeffrey oh, Star on my for you page?" Like, no. <laughs> and then I saw this yeah. nun doing meditation. Like, why is she on my for you page? <laughs> you don't use it. It hasn't caught up with what you like. Once you use it a bit, it just gives you what you want. So, okay. but no, I will go back to actually just all on this topic of comments and who's seeing. Da, 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 da. I said a minute ago that Coco Rocha did a duet with me, but I didn't actually, I missed a chunk of that story out that I should include. I did a video. I, I do these short videos sometimes where I'm just like washing my face and talking about something. Like, I don't really do the news, but you know, every now and then just to check in, be a bit less scripted. And I saw that she'd commented on the nepotism model talk thing. And so that's, the, that's how I think she found my account because she went and responded to every single hate comment on that video. Oh my god! She was replying and to Coco like. Rush, let's just let the listeners know. Coco Rush is a big deal, right? TikTok, like as well, she's she's monopolized that completely. She's really got on her social media because she has like a model camp, I think. So she's not like sort of just a celebrity model, like not paying attention. She's very present. So I feel like she she sees everything. Oh my god! I woke up in the morning. She has com- replied to every single rude comment, explaining what, like, class in a classy way, in an elegant way, like explaining what she meant. And I had to watch my video back. Like, was I rude? <laughs> so, thank God I wasn't. I just said what happened and left the floor open. You know, gave my what I thought. Um, she replied to like about twenty people in the comments. Um, and I was like, this is when everyone's watching, so be nice. <laughs> because everyone's... I've had likes from people before, but she, I was like, everyone's watching, so be nice. Um, and then it, it was my Shalom Harlow video that she actually duetted because I mentioned a comparison between the two. So that was really sweet. But yeah. it was just like, wow, she was ready to debate with, with the girls in the comments. Yeah, because she's probably just had enough. Like, imagine you're seeing yeah. it all the time. But don't put words in my mouth. There you go. She, she told them what she what she meant, so... Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, I'm not gonna sit here and say this person, you know, is this, 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 and this. Just, I'm just gonna give the facts and step back. <laughs> and, that, and that can be hard enough sometimes, especially when it's someone yeah. that you're into, but they're a bit more obscure. Because um, mm, mm. I, I do try so hard to get my facts straight, and then sometimes you discover this other origin story, and you're like, damn it, I, just, I can't, I can't afford to make that video right now. I need to. Keep well, on that infamous video that I privated, I did have someone that was claiming they were Devon Aoki's godmother fact-checking me. <laughs> oh. I don't know how, do you know? how do you know they're telling real. the truth? <laughs> I'm I don't know if it was a troll or if it was the truth, but I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we, we need to get back on... That was a big TikTok segue. Sorry, yeah, that was my like some likes when we went in. Let's get back to the beauty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it kind of feels pointless now, but... <laughs> But who are you loving following on social media, by the way? Obviously, you're into your fashion, but are you into any beauty accounts? Are there any beauty accounts um, you like to follow? Beauty accounts. Do I like any beauty accounts? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. My absolute favourite makeup artist online, um, they're not really... They're more of like a working fashion makeup artist. I wouldn't put them as just a content creator, but they are big. And Raul Alejandro. He is oh. my god. Stunning. He is like the lord of my life. And he's head makeup artist at Valentino now. Isn't Valentino, he? yes. Um, first of all, he's so handsome, so that he makes is. it a lot easier. <laughs> I'm sure he was not interested in me. I've got a boyfriend, and I'm sure he doesn't like women, but he is so handsome. So that's the first point. Sorry to like sexually harass you, Raúl, on this podcast. Um, <laughs> and then his makeup. What I love about his content is like he must have a background in photography because the yeah, way he, he, he takes his, his own. Work, he does the makeup, he does the styling, and he takes yeah. the pictures. And he's head of makeup at Valentino. Vintage. He puts that grain on the picture. So I think he panders to sort of the user me's of the world that love things from a certain time. He gets it. So I'm crazy about what she, um, whenever he posts anything, looking at his stories, what's he doing. Um, who else do I like in the makeup space? It's a mayor French. Oh, so creative. 
So, what like, did you think about? Look at me holding this. What do you think about the new lipstick with the the penis <laughs> lipstick? Let's I mean, be real. listen, listen. She did what she came to do with that. She knew what she was doing. It was a controversial lipstick. It sold out like straight away. Um, why not? Why eighty not? pounds. I was like, it's a Maya. It eighty pounds. Wow. Was it like solid silver or something? I know her industrial stuff was silver or silver, but I don't know. Um, but I like that. What I liked with Isamea was with her first launch industrial collection, it was all like the sort of rock metal industrial kink inspiration. Like, yeah. I like people, let me go on record as saying this. I like anyone that is well referenced. That is like my number one favorite thing in a person. And I can think you can always tell, especially with like, we're in this, not to go back to content creation, da, 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 but this digital age where anyone can give themselves a platform, which is amazing. But I'm going to sound like a bit of an old woman here, but you can always tell when people are of the generation that think the world started the day they were born. Um, <laughs> and there's nothing before. Everything is like, is like face value. Oh, this is a trend that's from now on. It's like, no, you need to do a bit of research and understand why things are how they are the way they are. And you can always tell when someone gets it because the taste level is a bit higher. Like, and I think that I feel like that with Isamea. I feel like it with Pat McGrath too, but obviously she's not like um of the new generation. You know what I mean? She's been around. She's an icon, living legend. Um, but that's why she's a living legend because she gets it. She has that punk reference. Like yeah. she is interested in things that are different to what she puts out. And I think people sometimes nowadays, like, they think, okay, I like X style, so I'm only going to look at things that are X style to make my content and make my beauty look, my fashion design, whatever it is. When you pull from places outside of what you like, that's when you're going to get better work. So I think that's why I like the Raoul's, the Isamea's, putting stuff out. There's a girl on TikTok who does makeup that I really like. Um, I don't know what her actual handle is, but her name is Aoife. I don't know if you watch her videos. Oh, Aoife's my friend. It's your friend. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's amazing. I don't know what her handle is, but I know it's just Aoife. It's just Aoife. Oh, okay. Um, well, there you go. It's just Aoife. Um, but she just does stuff that's like a breath of fresh air for me because it's just like, you see talented people, but it's just like, same thing. Um, yeah. I like that she's so creative. She's not afraid like to do some wacky thing. Maybe it's not going to look gorgeous, but it's going to no, look that's cool. that's what she's not about. That's I love that. I love it. I love her stuff. She was on the podcast a while back, and we've just become friends since then. Because I need just... to find that episode. Let's go back. Yes, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. But um, she's just a lovely person. And on that episode, she says, "I'm." We were talking about Julia Fox when she did that black mm -hmm. makeup. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Aoife loved it, and she was like, "I'm not here to look pretty. I'm, I'm not That's it. here it's for you. Like, do something different. That's why. Okay." I'm scared to actually even mention this because we've been here for like seven hours because I know you love her too, but like Doja Cat. <laughs> oh, don't, I love Doja because when she did that look the other day after Scaparelli, she's like, well, people said back. I didn't wear lashes, so here's lashes. I hope you're happy. And she just had lashes for eyebrows, lashes and moustache. Like, get over yourselves. And then she did the other post where she just looked gorgeous, very Pamela Anderson. She had a wig. Mm -hmm. And she was like, for all you lemon water drinking, beep, beep. <laughs> Sorry, Shiloh. <I> <laughs> yes, you know, yes, yes. she's saying you're boring. Like, what is, why? Why do we have to be so boring? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so into her. Like, I get so excited whenever I see what she's doing. Um, and I say it every five minutes in my videos. Black and brown, all girls for life. That's what I like to see. That's the content that I want to see. That's the looks that I want to see. And um, Rico Nasty is someone who's not a makeup artist per se online, but I love to watch her beauty looks and her work with her team and the things she comes to because it's just so cool and like rock and roll. That's what I want to I see. It. I love Kali Uchi as well. Um, Kali Uchi's, um, they're just all, they're all beautiful women, but they're not here to look beautiful. They know yeah. that they can. And I think somebody even said in a video the other day, that's privileged because Doja knows she can yeah. look stunning, but she doesn't have that's to. That's boring for her. She's yeah. like bored of how gorgeous she is. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's privileged. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, I see myself every day. Like, <laughs> she gets it. Love her. I love that. I love that confidence. So yeah, those are the people in the makeup space and kind of Venn diagramming into the makeup space that I'm into. Um, just, that. yeah, well-referenced talent. That's what I like to see. Uh, I feel like we could chat all day, Charlie, but you've got a baby, <laughs> I've got a puppy. 
so that's it. As I said at the end there, I think Charney and I have so much more to say. So Charney, if you're listening, what do you think about doing a part two? And also, what did you think as a listener? Did you enjoy this chat? I would love to know more. You can always get in touch in my DMs over on Twitter or Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast. You can also find me on TikTok at Sharice Kenyon and you can email me direct beautymepodcast at gmail.com. I'll definitely make sure to share some video clips from our chat and I'll leave links to Chinese various social channels for you to find in the show notes. Definitely go check out her TikTok today at The Fashion Nap. If you did enjoy this episode, it would be great if you could hit subscribe because you'd be surprised at how many people listen to the show that aren't actually subscribers. If you hit subscribe, it means that the day, the minute an episode comes out, you'll be the first to know. Do please take a second to follow the show or leave a review. It makes a massive difference. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.